Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One can't help but be positive. The other can't help but be negative. Bleep you, you bleeping bleepity bleep. The only thing they seem to agree on is that they can barely agree on anything. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Andy Hart. Uh, I'm not happy yeah. about this. It's sports radio for the passionate fan. What's up, Nick? And grumpy dad in all of us. That is just so stupid. Fitzy and Hart. Yes, I've been listening, Andy. On Boston Sports Original. I like the way Andy Hart does it. Might have Nick just take over. W-E-E-I. Game three to Hathaway. Back away. Now Noshik, Greer, rebound, score! A sloppy rebound, left for Garnet Hathaway, and Boston has the lead for the first time today. 129 to 111, White got the lay-in, and now a foul on Boston. They say no shot, and Quinn is still screaming. And now we've got a tussle underneath. And of course, Marcus Smart's right in the middle of it. See, Marcus Smart started that. Yeah, hit him in the groin. That's what got it going. Good to see that we got it going on what was a very entertaining Boston Sports Saturday. A terrific en general sports Saturday for the diehards and the super fans throughout the greatest sports region, New England on Earth. Good morning and happy Sunday to one and all. Happy final daylight savings Sunday for we do away with that archaic principle once and for all thank goodness because the kids were up way too early and i'm a tad underrested myself you got your pals fitzy and hart here with you today from 11a to 1p on boston sports original 93.7 fm weei weei.com the odyssey app and wherever great sports talk can be found throughout new england give us a call for some two-way sports talk action weigh in with your opinions takes and analysis for the next two hours at 617 779-7937. Seven seven nine seven ninety three seven. Say good morning, Bridget. How are you? Whenever you call in, say good morning, Bridget. Good morning, Bridget. <laughs> Bri- Bridget. Bridget. Exactly. Good Thank morning, you very Bridget. much, Andy. Good call and response, buddy. Bridget will also be manning the text line at three seven ninety three seven, and of course the socials where you can weigh in because it is two thousand twenty three at W E E I at Fitzy G F Y and at Jumbo Heart. Andrew, we were on the radio yesterday with Chris Scheim, or as we now call him, Von Scrim, as part of what people are referring to as the greatest Voltron in the history of sports radio weekend shows, Shartsy. Now it is just the two of us back here, the Six Ring Bros on Fitzy and Hart. I'd like to begin today by asking, uh, what was your favorite part of what was a very entertaining Saturday with a great Bruins comeback win against an original six team in a game that was dare I say, chippy, if not zesty, and they should have a hell of a rematch today when the puck drops at 1.30. The Celtics opened a six-game road swing with a big dub down in Atlanta. Marcus Smart got back into it, and our guys, White and Brogdon, continue to carry the torch, giving us hope. Some really entertaining World Baseball Classic games, and I saw my first ever double forward pass in the XFL. 
Yeah, the double forward pass is what got me. It's totally unfair. Should never be allowed on any football field. <laughs> it's awesome. What are you it's... talking about? The behind yeah. the line of scrimmage double forward pass is what will take the NFL to new and greater and more dominant heights. I mean, why don't we just tell defensive players, you shouldn't even try. There's no point to you existing anymore. I mean, the first thing I What's thought of when I saw that the fun of defense anyway? <laughs> it's it was awesome. But then <laughs> I, I fast forward in my head. So wait a minute. I could run a screen pass. Yep. In the XFL, where mm-hmm. I have two or three offensive linemen out front, mm-hmm. a receiver catching the ball, and as a mm-hmm. defensive player, I either have to decide to stay back and let said offensive lineman pick up a head of steam and the running back run down the field and cover my guy because he could always throw it a second time, or I come up, collide with those guys for nothing because he's just going to gently toss it over my head for a long completion. You're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I know, and that's part of the fun. Uh, we as fans, listen, fun. I didn't uh, this say offensive I, evolution I, is unfair. I didn't say I wanted to. Asp- I was aspiring to be a coordinator in the XFL. <laughs> I didn't say I had any head coaching aspirations. I just like sitting back and watching people score the ball. And I damn near had a scoregasm when I saw the double forward pass. It's, it's ridiculous. Unreal. It's unreal. Totally unfair and thoroughly entertaining. It is. It's kind of awesome, unless you're rooting for defense or still care about defense. And then, speaking of defense, yes, sir. Um, the love him because he's on your team, hate him when he's on a different team. If that ever happens, Marcus Smart continues. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hate it. You know, yeah. Sometimes you just need to get in Trey Young's face or somebody the other team's star's face. And uh, I will always say it. He frustrates me at times, Marcus Smart. You know, the offensive fouls, whether he's committing them or accepting them, receiving them, the various uh, things he does as the elder statesman, true green teamer on this team. Uh, but he still has value, and he still he gives you your entertainment dollar. You never know exactly what you're going to get with Marcus Smart, but I feel like every game you leave talking about Marcus Smart, the good, the bad, the middle, something. Yeah, see, I couldn't decide. And Celtics win last night, of course, 134-125 on the road against the Hawks. Big night for Jason Tatum as well. Uh, He had some nice words that he offered about Blake Griffin, and Mm. we can get into that in a minute because he may sort of kind of gently be nudging his way into that valuable veteran leadership role that this team so desperately needs as they try to emotionally right themselves, get out of the mild funk or tailspin they were in over the last couple of weeks. I think he's been terrific for the team as well. Good night for the Jays all around, but... Brogdon with another 18, Derek White with a with another tremendous game. And I was glad to see, and no, we don't want to see the Celtics get off their emotional keel. We don't want to see them lose their way and have Marcus Smart get all riled up back in the days of throwing chairs after the game. But to see him play, like he didn't have a, another great statistical night. It's been a while, really, since we've gotten one of those. I think Keith and I have sort of like figured out that the perfect Marcus Smart night is... 16 points, 8 assists, 3 steals, 5 rebounds. Like, he hasn't had one of those great all-around super smart nights. He went 11, 6 assists, 1 rebound last night, but he was a pest. And even though Atlanta still put up 125 points in a game that went well over easily, he played his part last night. He he was in Trey Young's head. I know Trey Young still went off for damn near 40 himself, but he, he eventually became the fly in Atlanta's ointment as they start, started inching closer and closer to the Celtics as well. That's part of his role. That's part of what he does is, you know, earlier this week, we saw Spider Mitch and Darius Garland get in Grant Williams head when he had to just hit a let alone both free throws at the end of a game with less than a second left. I'm gonna make them both. No, you're not. And and they were right. We need that guy on the Celtics now. And I liked seeing him go back to what I dare say is the Marcus Smart comfort zone last night. Yeah. And. With the way they're playing defense, you lose him. I mean, it's not ideal, but it's not like you're counting on him to shut anybody down. They haven't been shutting really anybody down for a while now. No. Uh, and that's sort of the, the the new story or resume of who they are for this season. Um, and I also think he goes down because of the depth you talked about, what I've sort of dubbed the second dynamic duo of the Celtics this season. Love you have plenty to fall back on with White and Brogdon in a game where uh, Marcus Smart gets ejected, and I, I actually, you bring up Blake Griffin, and we'll talk about him and his role and, and what he's doing and what he brings on and off the court. Um, reading some of the uh, post-game comments made me laugh out loud when apparently Joe Missoula was drawing up a play that included 
Marcus Smart in the delay after the altercation. Yep. <laughs> and Blake was like, hey, Joe, uh, he's not going to be in this game, so I don't know why you have him on the little whiteboard in front of us. <laughs> Put somebody else out there because he's not – he gone, as Rich Keefe liked to say. Yeah, uh, and, and again, like, I'm, we're not going to use that as platform to launch off on the idea of, like, see, Missoula's in over his head. He can't no. even keep track of – no. That's that's not he's an optimist. Maybe he's an eternal optimist. (laughs) Maybe there's so you're telling me there's a chance. And did I read that he has admitted to sleeping with his mouth tape? shut? Okay, I've been waiting for somebody to remind me about this because I heard it on Brand X. I heard it. You know, as they like to say, oh, I heard it on the station across the street. It's actually several towns away. It's not. They broadcast from the stockyard. (laughs) Yeah. So live every day from the New Balance Fitness Center, right between the CrossFit (laughs) tires. And uh, so so I heard him admit in an interview. I was I think it was Ted Johnson who was speaking to him. Joe Missoula sleeps with his mouth not shut. I mean, you're supposed to be a no uh, a nasal breather when you sleep. That's better for you. But I'm a mouth breather. Jeez, no kidding, Andy. And uh, are those scabs on your knuckles from punching the from <laughs> punching I'm a heavy bag that. or drag? I'm saving that as a drop for you, Andy. <laughs> Thank you, appreciate it. And I save Bridget. I save Fitzy saying scorgasm. Thank oh, you, good. Bridget. Oh my God, a plus for you, or as I like to say to my kids all the time, put a star on the board. Um, yeah, dude, he tapes his mouth shut. So at any point, somebody could walk into his. <laughs> A robber, I, I'm not trying to outline a worst case scenario here, but like a, a prowler or a home burglar could walk in and be like, oh, someone's already been here. Sorry, didn't know somebody laid claim to this one already. <laughs> he tapes his mouth shut to force himself get better sleep by breathing exclusively through his nose. I mean, like, I, again, I'm not going to say weird. I'm not going to say crazy because I know that's an inappropriately used and sometimes triggering word. And it would, should only ever be used in proper context. But he's a unique dude. Let's put it. He's his own man. How about that? He's name? weird. I'm going to use weird. Okay, I don't need to go weird. crazy, but I'm going to yep. use weird. All right. Weird describes taping your mouth shut. And <laughs> I, I don't now because you ever hear those things sometimes, too. They say like a certain percentage of the planet, like a spider crawls in their mouth while they're sleeping at night mm-hmm. or, or things of that. nature. I guess yep. it prevents that, right? If your mouth's taped sure. shut, they'll have to pick a different orifice to crawl yep. in. Don't ever have to worry out. about catching flies. Yeah, I, I just, I don't, and I can't imagine it's, is there special tape for this or is this just duct tape? Like uh, there must be some sort of like from that the people. That would be painful. Who, I would yeah, think. I, it I, off. Electrical tape, packing tape. I mean, it must be. There must be some sort of like from the people who brought you breathe right strips comes night mouth. You think there's a big market for that, Fitzy? I don't think so. I mean, there could be now. He could be the spokesman. Um, This could be a whole new generation of sleepers. Welcome to CVS. Hi. Welcome to Walgreens. What can I get for you? Do you have any mouth tape, sir? Please leave. Like, yeah, exactly. That's, we know. I know. Anyway, so Joe Missoula tapes his mouth shut. He forgot that he couldn't put Marcus Smart in the play he was drawn up towards the end of the game. Great to have Blake Griffin there. Jason Tatum spoke very well of him afterwards. But, uh, Andy, a- as far as, like, Marcus Smart, you know, knowing his role and Joe Missoula shutting his mouth uh, and we're all just jabronis, um, the-, the numbers are out, though, about, you know, your new dynamic duo and you know what a man crush or a fan crush I have on Malcolm Brogdon and his game this year. Derek White is, to me, the sneaky key to the success of this team. You all, you know, there'll be a bad Jason Tatum night, and then they'll come three dynamic games. Jalen Brown is always going to give you in the postseason somewhere between 22 and 28. He'll dribble at least three basketballs hey, off his feet. Hey, hey. But, make, but no, but also have a highlight posterization and make four athletic freak plays that only he can make. But as I watched last night, and, and speaking of a great uh, sneaky entertaining sports Saturday in March, I watched the end of that uh, Milwaukee-Golden State game. First of all, do not rule Golden State out of the equation, especially with Kevin Durant and his ankle injury now, and the Suns were slowly becoming the presumptive favorite in the West. Like, you can never, ever, ever, as long as Steph Curry is healthy and can shoot a three, you can never rule Golden State out because they were down eight with about a minute left. Next thing you know, three 35-foot three-pointers later, they tie the game, go to overtime, and then house the Bucks 125-116 in OT. You're going to need guys like like Derek White, who can, who've been shooting the three fabulously this year, have been playing excellent defense, and does everything well. Like You're going to need the steadiest presence as possible, and the numbers bear out. They have a greater net positive rating when Derek White is on the floor with the Jays this season than with Marcus Smart. I know the sample size is smaller, but he's the team's better with Derek White this year. 
Well, even last night, speaking of smart, only guy on the team with a minus, plus minus, minus six. Everybody else is at least plus three or better. Jason mm-hmm. Tatum, plus 13. Brogdon, your guy, plus 10. And Marcus Smart is forever going to be polarizing in what people think about him and which numbers or aspects of the game they point to. Yeah, I don't know when. Groin. <laughs> right you in just, the baby maker. Right in the, old, right in the old hairy hockey stick. Yeah, that's not that's not cool. But, but at the same time, he's our guy. I don't think anybody at this point, few and far between, are you going to find critical comments about Brogdon and White and the importance they are to this team and mm-hmm. the depth they bring to this team, and especially when you head towards a postseason where, first and foremost, hopefully you get uh, missing time Lord Williams back, Rob Williams coming back from the, the hamstring. Hopefully, yeah, he's Rich back Keith out came there. up with like 10 different nicknames on the I text like Missing line. Time Lord, yeah. I, yeah, there was Managed Time Lord, Out of Time Lord. No, because it's uh, not actually managed, it's missing. Like, he just misses time all the time. Like, he is the Missing Time Lord, uh, but you need him. And <laughs> yep. as the bench and the rotation shortens, the mm-hmm. they're going, White and Brogdon are going to be arguably the reason they win the title. Like, you're going to have the, the, the J team. Mm hmm. But then next down from that, I think those guys are going to just extend their value into the postseason at even a higher level. And that's why there's reason to be excited. Because I know, you know, the the doubt has crept in of late. You had that losing streak and blowing leads and, you know, various sort of um, concerns on the resume of the Celtics. And and I fall victim to them. Like, you're no Mm -hmm. longer the best team in the NBA. You're no longer leading the East. You're looking up at the Bucs and you're losing games you shouldn't. You have some injuries. Um, there's also a lot of reasons late in the year to believe that they are one of the best teams in the NBA, that they are going to once again contend for an NBA title, and that the short stretch of doubt that crept in is just that. It's a long season, and you're going to have times when you doubt the team. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Take your calls on the Celtics game last night as they get a win on the road in Atlanta, the first of a six-game road swing before they return for their next home game Friday the 24th back at the Garden against the Pacers. They've got games coming up against the Rockets tomorrow, the Wolves, the Blazers, the Jazz, and the Kings. They could very well go 6-0. and When we come back, Andy and I will also outline why a big road swing like this could be huge for the team. We'll also touch on yesterday's excellent Bruins game and a big win they rematch today at 1 30 if you happen to have missed a full hour of hockey talk the Sunday skate you can subscribe to the podcast or use the Odyssey app go back and listen to it at your leisure let's catch you up on everything else in the wide world of sports with trending now and Bridget Prue the Greg Hill Show weekdays 6 to 10 now here's what's trending on WEEI Trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Bruins came back to beat the Red Wings 3-2 at home with a win. The Bruins became the fastest team to reach 50 wins in a season in NHL history. Lindholm scored first. Bergeron added a goal on the power play and Hathaway scored his first as a Bruin in the win. The Bruins have a rematch with the Red Wings this time in Detroit at 1.30 p.m. today. The Celtics held off the Atlanta Hawks 134-125. Tatum had the team high 34 points in the Celtics' second win in a row. The Seas continue their road trip with an 8 p.m. tip-off tomorrow night at Houston. And today's Selection Sunday for the NCAA Tournament will carry the coverage here from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on WEI. And it's Red Sox baseball here on the Shaws and Star Market Red Sox Radio Network. Will Fleming and Lou Marloni have the call as the Sox play the Yankees in Fort Myers, Florida, 105 first pitch. I'm Bridget Pruitt, and that's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Now, we're right back to it. Bitsy and Hart on WEEI. And streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. So, you know, it's been really, it's been really unique to see. Um, I appreciate that a lot. You know, the guys do as well. Um, never makes it about himself. Um, and it's contagious, right? His energy, uh, his, his enthusiasm, his personality. Uh, you know, we're all very fortunate to have him as a teammate. Jason Tatum last night post game following the Celtics 134-125 victory over the Atlanta Hawks and new coach Quinn si- Quinn Snyder not Ime Udoka as had been rumored a few weeks back when they moved on from Nate McMillan midseason because the Atlanta Hawks a talented team were underperforming I for one am glad that Ime Udoka didn't go to the Hawks because the last thing I would have wanted to have seen even though some would have said it would have been nice to exact revenge on him for whatever he did during the offseason that got him canned or suspended and ultimately released from the Boston Celtics. Last thing I wanted to see was Ime Odoka go coach the Hawks, teach them how to play better defense, and maybe unlock or give away a few secrets uh, to the Boston Celtics. But at this point now, I don't think anyone has to really worry. They just need to play better defense and play a smarter level of basketball it's Fitzy and Hart with you on a beautiful late winter final daylight saving Sunday here on WEEI you can give us a call at 617-779-7937 Red Sox spring training baseball at 105 today here on Boston Sports Original so it was a uh how to describe the past I mean I said they were in a funk earlier or like a not a full-blown tailspin but uh the the Celtics were in a bit of a swoon we'll say Andy and the past week was the epitome of their ups and downs because in the last eight days, last Sunday they blow a 14-point lead against the Knicks at home, lose a game they absolutely should have won. This, of course, coming off the 28-point lead they blew on the previous Friday night on Jason Tatum's 25th birthday, worst party ever. Then Monday they go on the road to Cleveland, get a lead on the road, can't hold that. Grant Williams, I'm going to make them both. No, you're not. Goes to overtime. They lose. They beat the Blazers Wednesday night. At least they go box to wire in that one. Never never really uh, leading by less than 20 for the better part of that game. And then they start the road trip off with a slightly more contested one, but they were up the whole way through, and they held a lead. And I think that's everyone's biggest concern now, at least it is mine, is any lead safe in the hands of these Celtics and what can they do to build these leads and hold on to them now? Like, what's the what's the killer instinct they're lacking? What is the what's the finishing move? What's that extra little bit of clutch that they're searching for that they need right now? Well, I think it's also 
has to do with the opposition, obviously. The the pulse of the opponent. You know, that's a that's a pretty good young Cavs team. That was a Knicks team yeah, that's been playing as well as anybody mm-hmm. uh in this calendar year, playing some really good basketball. You know, the last couple Portland's kind of pulseless. They are the Dame show and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh and then Atlanta's a mediocre basketball team. And these are the games you should win. You know, mm-hmm. it's even worse if you start blowing games to these teams, blowing leads to these teams, but you absolutely have to win these kinds of games. And as you mentioned, maybe go on a winnable uh, run here on the road to right the ship, rekindle the confidence that was there for most of the year. Because you, you could make an argument, and I think you and I talked about this, I know I talked about it on the Rich Keefe show, that they started the year unbelievably good, then they were pretty good, then coming out of the All-Star break, they were trending most definitely in the wrong direction. You're mm-hmm. regressing as the year went on. Barely over not... a 500 team in the calendar year 2023. Right. Yeah, you, and which in the NBA is fine. You know, yeah. you, you give you credit for the 21-5 and five start and then being a 500 team, but you can't, you can't stumble into the postseason and then feel good about yourself. And I don't care whether it's injuries, rotations, personalities. That's the other thing. We play these clips about um, Blake Griffin. I still think some of these comments that are praising Blake Griffin and mm-hmm. praising certain people. I even go back to the Jalen Brown comments about him kind kind of having to know his role and be humbled and everybody has to give up something. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of these comments are about Grant Williams and Peyton Pritchard. I really Oof. do. When they say how professional uh, Blake Griffin is and how he just accepts his role and all these. I, I Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe I'm being one of those mediates on the radio, whatever. I feel this reminds me of a couple of years ago when we got to training camp, I believe it was, for the Patriots, and Bill Belichick raved about how hard Damian Harris had worked in the offseason, mm-hmm. how much of a professional he'd been, and then shipped Sony Michelle out of town. And I felt when he talked about Harris, he was sort of doing so in juxtaposition to what Sony wasn't doing. And I feel the same way with some of these Celtics comments. I think some of these are the Grant Williams shut your hole it's not about you it's not about your contract Peyton Pritchard like all these comments that came mid-season and then uh-huh. they stumble after that I think this is like you know we got something to do here we're, we're professionals and we all and, and you look at a guy like Blake Griffin he epitomizes what we're trying to do as role players as a unified team that everybody should appreciate everybody else learn something Grant Williams learn something Peyton Pritchard about where you are in life right now so I I tie that all together, and I do. I think they're going in the right direction if they can get healthy with Rob Williams. Yeah, God, again, going back to one of my... I was going to say, that goes back to one of my all-time favorite quotes in sports from Joe Namath. No, uh, it is not, uh, I just want to kiss you, Andy. Sorry (laughs) Sorry to disappoint you. It's uh, if, if, if. Such a big word for only two letters. Because it is. It's the ultimate question that always gets asked in sports. What if, you know... If we did this, what would have happened? If he's healthy, how would we have been? I mean, I can think of 50 giant ifs right off the top of my head. If Perk doesn't hurt his knee in the 2010 Finals Game 6, the Celtics easily win Game 7, and then they already have 18 banners, and the Lakers, you know, don't have as almost as many as the Celtics do. You know, if if they kick a field goal in, two, in Super Bowl 42, you can go down that road all the time. So what is the big if with these Celtics? The big if, to me is not if they can turn it around and start playing defense like they did last season. I think the ship has sailed on that because no Joe Missoula has made it perfectly clear he's not as concerned about defense as Udoka was last season, that he all that he wants them taking as many threes as possible. You know the Celtics, by the way, top three-point, the three teams that shoot the most three-pointers in the NBA are the Golden State Warriors, duh, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. That's because so their is, coach wants them to. That's what their coach wants them when to do. When they miss, so, he wants them to take more. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I know. Tim Allen's it's, like, what? <laughs> they just they just keep going with the three-pointers, and I know that's the way the modern NBA rolls. To me, it's a little exhausting. I still, you know, call me a boomer. Call me throwback. Call me someone who's, you know, taking his final lap around the sun before he becomes, before he starts getting copies of AARP mailed to his house, Andy. I still like a mid-range jumper. I still think a layup is pretty valuable. A good old uh, Tim Duncan bank shot, love it. Absolutely love it. And I don't understand. Why? 
Because it's you know, three points versus two. You didn't know analytics oh my God. percentages. Uh, just just play basketball. Honestly, just score more ba- buckets than they do. Play better defense than they do. Rebound the ball fundamentally. You know, stick to your guns. Go back to your go back to the basics. The way you were taught, and stop with the analytics department and the nerds and the iPads and everybody from Silicon Valley telling you how to play basketball. Because mm. forget the whole like, oh, it's ruining the game. I can't even sit through one of these three point festivals. It feels like a highlight parade. It doesn't even feel like basketball anymore. It can be kind of grating at times. But you've got guys that have uh, unbelievable skill sets outside of just hoisting the three up all the time. I, I'd, I'd be very curious to see, Andy, I, I almost wish there'd be one night. I just Between now and the end of the season, Celtics have 14 games to go. A pretty manageable schedule. I think, unfortunately, Milwaukee might get the better of them as far as home court advantage goes. But if we're looking to, to amend and adjust as many elements of the Celtics overall game as possible before they get to the postseason. I would love to see Missoula do one thing make every, and it's not tape everyone's mouth shut for a night of sleep. I would love to see him say one night, we're not going to shoot a single three pointer <laughs> just no once chance. one game, just one game against a team. They should be able to beat. I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, they play, they have the Spurs at home on March 26th. That should be no three pointer night. Because the Spurs aren't even trying to win, actually, so it's even better. You just take your layups. No, yeah, I mean you're 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 on uh, you're on my side of the the line here. I've been saying I would get rid of the three point line in general. I hate it. I hate what it's done to the game of basketball at all levels. Um, there's nothing more infuriating than the guy driving to the hoop right under the basket, kicks it to the corner for the three. No, just take the two. I'm okay. You got a two right two. there. How Lay many times do we Lay see that? Yeah, I, I hate it, but. We are dinosaurs. The The modern game is all built around five out and three pointers right. and everything that goes into it. Um, and, they, and here they I was earlier opining for the double pass, yet I'm, I'm barking about the three pointer. Right. You're on the cutting edge of football and the uh, old school parquet of basketball. But it, they play the game the way the game is being played. You know, the Bill Belichick turn doing business as business is being done. But it's why I've told you my concern outside of injuries, you say if. If they go cold on threes and they have those games where you look down and it's like 20-something percent, they lose. And you, you you string a couple of those together and you lose. And maybe you get beat in one of them. Maybe you shoot 40-something percent, but oh, by the way, the other team shoots 40-something percent from 3-2 and beats you in that game. That's how you're going to have an upset. That's how you're going to lose a series, I think, if you are the Celtics and you do get upset. But this is the way they're built. This is the way their coach wants them to play. You know, that... What was the game where he was like emphasizing shoot more threes? Shoot like he was all that over was the, the, the lot the loss to the, 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 the game where they they blew the twenty eight point lead yeah. to the Nets. He said, "I knew we were in trouble because we were <laughs> taking more layups and they were shooting threes. And then there came another game last week. I mean, in a C in a season, if you will, of curious sound bites, interesting replies, and character driven dialogue from Joe Missoula. The when he tried to argue that making a, that a layup wasn't necessarily easier to hit than a three pointer, I kind of wanted to see like is he like is he channeling Andy Kaufman like is he doing a bit is this like did Bill Hader script this post game Tom Brady Con- yeah I mean it's so strange it's so strange uh, anyway and let's uh let's take it to the Vox Populi of Weei right now six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven the calls are lined up. An old friend I have not heard from in some time, Albert in Rhode Island, would like to talk about the Celtics. Good morning, Albert. How's it going, guys? What's up? How are you? Uh, it, it's really good, good. I hate to sound like a dinosaur. I mean, I'm only going to be 40, but, you know, I mean, love the game, play the game, coach the game. It, it really it, it is hard to watch. I mean, when people say it's like a highlight reel. When they're not going in, the threes aren't going in, the energy kind of deflated, they don't defend as well. It really is difficult to watch. But, I mean, is it really as simple to say as, like Hutcher said, when the threes don't go in, I mean, it doesn't matter who the coach is. They don't play defense. If the threes don't go in, they simply aren't going to win. I mean, mm-hmm. they're encouraging more threes. They can shoot themselves out of – they did. They shot themselves out of the Knicks game. They shot 59 three-pointers in one basketball game. 59. I mean, just think about that. You're not going to hit – a good team isn't going to hit 40% more than two or three nights. I mean, a couple of nights a season when everybody's on – you're going to shoot yourself out of games. And in the playoffs, when teams are actually playing defense for the one month out of the season, the NBA teams actually try, you're not, statistically, you're not going to make threes at a high rate because 
they're really difficult shots, even though we're trying to tell ourselves they're as easy as layups. It's just, it's, it's as backwards. The best player, his best move is shooting a, a 29-foot step back three. I just think they're playing for, you know, an upset in the playoffs, unfortunately. Yep. Albert, I appreciate yeah. the call. Thank you very much, sir. Agree. No, so I do. Again, you know, like, I think we have to preface this by saying, I don't want to sound old school. Pardon me for sounding like Albert said dinosaur. I said boomer. You know, here we are trending towards the completely irrelevant. These are like anti-hot takes, I guess, if you will. But it just, if you live, yeah, of course, if you live by the three, you die by the three. If you're Golden State, it makes complete sense because you have two of the 10 best three-point shooters of all time Correct. on the floor at the same time. The Splash Bros, like the Splash Brothers, it makes sense. Like that's how that's how you should play. Luka Doncic, okay, that's what he likes to do. That's the best part of his game. That's what he should do. Maybe one or two other players should follow suit. But to just have everybody cut 50, 63 point shots in a game, I mean, this is it's it's the it is the it is the fourteen seed collegeification March Madness uh, invocation, if you will, of the NBA game, and it's just maddening at, at times. Uh, Tariq from Boston is on the line. He would like to talk about two people that have made Missoula's naughty list. Hello, Tariq. Well, actually, you know, after listening to this, I have a caveat I want to start with. Okay. You know, NBA fans have never, ever been happy with the game and how it's played. In the 80s, they didn't play any defense. The scores were 130 to 135. No mm-hmm. defense. In the Jordan era, it was too much defense. They're beating up this guy. They won't let him play. They're grabbing him. They're clutching him. In the 90s, it was the hand checking, in the, and there wasn't scoring enough, so they took away the hand checking. We're never happy. Yep. We're never going to be happy. <laughs> throw throw Hackashack in there as Guess well. Yep. Coming back. Guess what's coming back? A, a, an eight-foot Giannis Antetokounmpo that can shoot a three, and all he, they're going to do is put him at the line. And then we're going to hate that. And we're going to hate the next thing. And we're going to hate the next thing. You know what? Just shut up and watch the game. Not you guys, but in general, <laughs> just shut up and watch the game. And, you know, make, make a bet. Do something to keep yourself interested in. But we're making up these fake excuses that we can't watch this, and we always watch. And the ratings keep going up every year. They don't go down. We're, it's us. The problem is us. Now, to <laughs> it's the, a great call. Pritch, I'm sorry. If I could jump into the other thing with Pritch and uh, Grant, I'm yep. going to give you a little anecdote of the last time we had a guy who thought he would elevate into a starting role, and they brought in people that pushed him back deeper on the bench and that derailed us. The person they brought in was Kyrie Irving. The person they put to the bench was Rose. And then a buddy of mine was with me at Cumbies, and he was in line telling my buddy, there's no blanking, blanking way I'm going to play with that dude Kyrie. And he was like, this is it's a summer. You even, guys haven't even done anything yet. And I, he knew it right then and there. He couldn't play with him that it was going to. So when guys start acting like this, I know JB was there and JT was there. They're not letting Peyton Pritchard and, and Grant get out of line. They're going to stop that right now because we got guys that can play. It's not like we're benching you because of the contract. We got guys that are better than you. It's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah I do no, that, think they, that's they a, are talented. That's a solid point, Eric. Thank you. They are talented enough to to ignore those guys and push them to the – and you see it last night, Grant Williams, the NPCD. Uh, again, he is out of the rotation for the most part. When he is in, it's late threes, and then he's staring at the bench and being sort of a jackal in his own right. Um, they don't need those guys. They don't have to put up with that. It's what we talked about earlier. When you have Brogdon, when you have White, you're going to get Rob Williams back. You push uh, Blake Griffin into whatever his role may be in, in a best-case scenario – they're good enough to not have to lean on Grant Williams. Could he still have a game? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like it wouldn't. Are they going to need him at some point, game. Andy? Yep. Well, I don't say need. He could have. I'm not going to say they need him at some point. I don't think they do. I think they needed him a year ago. I think they're a better basketball team this year if if everything falls into place when they hit hit the playoffs. So um, I think those two guys started to pave their way out of town, started to annoy the veterans, started to annoy the coaches, and the team is mature enough and talented enough to deal with it in their own way. Yeah, I, there's going to come a point. There's going to be an in-game injury. There's going to be uh, someone's going to pull up with a hamstring or an ankle and they're going to need a point guard or they're going to need a shooter because I remember last year in game one of the finals, Peyton Pritchard was lights out for it. Remember, uh, what a time that was. And then <clears throat> Draymond, excuse me, Draymond Green said after the game, like, what did, uh, you know, uh, Derek White, Al Horford and Peyton Pritchard went like 15 for 23 from three. Yeah, we'll be all right. And we're all like, ah, oh, the brimming overconfidence. Ah, oh, the lack of humility. It's going to. Come right back to bite you in the... No, it's actually going to bite us in the blank. And yeah, you were right. 
Turns yeah, out you were right all right. along. He was. Uh, Grant Williams, Grant Williams, I know he had his big night in Game 7 at the Garden against the Bucks last year in the Eastern Conference uh, semifinals. That was, you know, Grant Williams' night. He was just, you know, lights out from three. The cor- He owned the corner office. His feet were up on the desk. Great. He may have to hit a couple big shots down the stretch or in the postseason as well. But to... If I'm another team that may sign him, if I if I'm any of his teammates, if I want to actually embrace my role, if I want to if I want to contribute to the greater good, which in a a sport and in a modern America, here we go once again of sports where the individualification is being held to a higher standard than good old fashioned team play, which spoiler alert, Andy, I think you believe this still wins games. Then Grant Williams needs to take and make the most of every opportunity he's given and show a little humility as opposed to, like you said, Staring down the bench and being a jackal. 617-779-7937. Speaking of jackals, we got one in-house who puts up a column every Sunday at WEI.com. The Sunday 7, chock full of Patriots points, questions, analysis, and more. We will get to all of that. I think Andy's got a new college QB crush. We'll explore that. What the hell happened to our punter? And thank you, Devin McCourty. It's all coming up here when we make a Patriots pivot on Fitzy and Hart here on WEI. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. WEI. We are right back to Fitzy and Hart. Streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Intercepted. Devin McCourty. In stride. Running past Lyman. Anderson with a blocker in front. Can't get to him. That was former Monday Night Football play-by-play voice Joe Tissator. How about an 85-yard pick six? Calling one of the career highlights of Devin McCourty. It was a Monday Night pick uh, in Buffalo, back when Buffalo was still Buffalo, not the new Buffalo that we know. Derek Anderson zipping one over the middle. McCourty took it 85 yards. To the house for six in a romp of a Pats dub. I think that was 2017. Andy, do you remember that it was that night that Devin McCourty was clocked as the fastest man in the NFL that year? Yeah, I remember. Uh, that was the, what do they call those? Next gen? Yeah, something like yeah. that. I'm not sure I always buy those. Right. Now, I know, yes, I know. You, on your PFF high horse, always never buying into a lot of the next gen stats and well, that shouldn't be a PFF high horse. That should be a fact. That's a GPS. That's a digital tracker. That's whatever. That should be accurate. I'm just not sure I always believe it. Okay. Well, they said he was one of the fastest people, if not maybe. He is fast. As, yes, he was very he fast. Was. One thing was yeah. he was always fast. He was also dependable. He was also level-headed. He was also emotionally forthright. He was a leader on and off the field. 13 years, Devin McCourty, of course, announcing, actually, allowing his brother, rather, I should say, who's now a member of the media doing an awesome job, J-Mac, on the regular at Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. Devin McCourty and J-Mac getting together Friday to announce that Devin has called it a career, a spectacular, if at times maybe what made it so spectacular is that he was never truly that spectacular on the field. I don't mean to talk myself into a Mike Greenberg pretzel here, but he was just consistently solid. He was always very good, never caught out of place, didn't make every play, but found a way to break into the league and play as a Rookie of the Year candidate in 2010, Pro Bowl caliber cornerback, falters in 2011, transitions to safety for the 2012 season, and that begins an 11-year run as a defensive captain, a pillar of the second half of the Patriots' Brady and Belichick double dynastic run, a community leader, always, always front and center as a voice of the team, one of the most likable guys, and I think you and I both... Spoke to this uh, yesterday when we were on the air, but I'm happy to say it again. You obviously had a chance to interview and be around him a number of times 
in the locker room around the facility when you were predominantly employed by the Patriots. I've had a chance, thanks to sponsors, random events, etc., to host events he's been a part of, interview him, spend a little QT around him. I would dare say maybe, Andy, the nicest Patriot, the nicest professional athlete, one of the nicest celebrities I've ever had the pleasure of being around. And while someone else, younger, faster, stronger, may step in and play the free or deep safety role a little better than McCourty did this last year in the 2023 season, that's somebody you just don't, quote-unquote, overall immediately replace. Yeah, they're not going to replace him. Uh, and I think that's one of their big challenges moving forward is on and off the field. I don't think they will likely bring someone in who does the job better. I think he had fallen off some, but I still think he played at a relatively high level. I also, much like I do when I talk about Wes Welker, start with availability and durability and just always being out there. The only Patriot defensive player to play a 1,000-plus snaps last mm-hmm. year, started all 17 games yet again. I think it's like seven straight years he started every game the team played in the regular season. So you start with that, then you talk about the accomplishments on the field. The I believe he was the active leader in interceptions with 35. Mm-hmm. And then you go to leadership and off the field and community. And I would argue... Uh, the ability to bond with and create a connection with virtually every person that he came across, coach, media, teammate, anybody, practice squad or offense, defense, special teams. He is just one of the more unique and all-around accomplished men that have ever come through that locker room. And you don't just replace that. You don't just say, well, next guy up. Hey, Duggar, you want to be a captain? Just be like McCordy. Do what he did. No, you, you, you don't do that. That's not how that works in this world or in this business. So truly a special, special guy and player, and uh, they get a challenge trying to replace him. Uh, you also mentioned uh, as as nugget number three in your Sunday 7, available now to consume at point three item three, nugget three, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this McCordy's retirement closes the door on the impressive 2010 Patriots draft class that not only included the all pro corner turn safety late in the first round. Remember and uh side note right here, editorializing by your old pal Fitzy. Um, remember when everyone was like, but I want Des Bryant, uh, Belichick, what are you doing? Huh? That's one of those times where Belichick knew what he was doing and grabbed somebody who made a massive impact on the Patriots. Not that Des Bryant couldn't have been a star and didn't have a nice career himself as well, but that was one of the times that Belichick got the draft. Belichick can't draft. Uh, let's see, picking up what Hart wrote. Well, the group is highlighted by the t- uh, two Hall of Fame caliber top picks. They traded down in the first round for McCourty while moving up in the second for Gronkowski. It also included troubled but talented Aaron Hernandez, Brandon Spikes, Ted Larson, and Zoltan Mesco. Oh, it's been a while since I've heard you don't mess with the Zoltan. That was a hell of a draft class, Andy. And um, as we turn now... Not to how do you replace McCourty off the field, because we both agree that's just impossible. Thank goodness Matthew Slater stuck around because you have just a little bit still of that Super Bowl cologne and Patriot way veteran leadership with with somebody like Slate around. Because if he and McCourty left at the same time, that would have been a big, big, big loss off the field and in the locker room. What is your best guess as to how the Patriots replace him? Do you think it'll be internal? Do you think it'll be a free agent? the draft, or maybe a, uh, I'm leaning towards combination therein. Yeah, probably combination. I mean, it'll depend on how the, the dominoes sort of fall here. I do think you have Jalen Mills as a guy who is probably suited to be in that role, was probably brought here with that role in mind as as McCourty aged. That's a guy with versatility, has played safety, arguably one of his best years in Philly, was as mm-hmm. a safety. Uh, the problem with that idea, I do think he'd work at safety, You've needed him at corner, and you don't have any cornerbacks. So you may still need Jalen Mills at cornerback, depending on how things unfold. Jack Jones, Marcus Jones, okay. What's next on the depth chart? Do you sign a high-priced free agent like Dean or somebody like that, Bradbury, like guys that are going to be available? Do you draft? You know, we've talked about 14th pick. You could go cornerback, Christian Gonzalez or Joey Porter Jr. or one of those guys. Mm -hmm. So who you get, and now the other side of that is some people think, okay, you take Brian Branch from Alabama a safety at the 14th pick. Okay, well, that means Mills price stays at corner, Branch is your safety. Um, Miles Bryant, I know you're not a big fan of. I don't really know anybody who is a big fan, but is a versatile defensive back who has played a lot of snaps for them the last couple years. He may be re-signed to be included in some two- or three-man mix there at free safety. The one thing you, I'm pretty sure you're not going to get 
is somebody who plays 17 games with 17 starts and a thousand snaps played like yeah. Devin McCourty. You're going to have yeah. to piece it together. You're going to have either that person gets hurt, isn't good enough, can't do all the things Devin did, whatever the reasoning is, you're going to need multiple bodies to fill uh that playing time void. Yeah, the, it, the one one way he should be described uh as is is the indefatigable Devin McCourty because he just always played. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was like, always there. What did he miss? 5 games in his career? Uh, something like that. It's ridiculously but low and wild for somebody who was involved in that many human car collisions, made that many tackles, was involved in that many plays, ran that many miles on the football field, and he missed but five games. Fortunately, never broke a bone, blew out a ligament, uh, had a severe muscle tear. You watch these guys that can't stay on the field left and right. That's just that's good condition and that's good genes. He took good care of himself. Uh, that's the way you know. We we say it all the time. Uh, that's the way you want to play. That's who you should have your kids look up to. You want to pick up a legacy jersey that you maybe don't don't have right there. A 32 from the Patriots yep. Pro Shop will absolutely, absolutely, absolutely never go out of style. He's going to be missed. My guess, as well, Andy, is going to be a combination therein. I think what the Pats should do is shift Jalen Mills over now. You could also sign, re-sign Jonathan Jones because you do have a needed cornerback. But he did play free safety in Super Bowl 53. You could re-sign him, use Jalen Mills in a combination of Jonathan Jones. You have a, a little more diversity in the cornerback room. And then what you do is in free agency, and we're going to go full free agency talk uh, in our next segment here on yeah. Fitzy and Hart on WEI. But you could sign maybe a veteran corner for a discount like a Patrick Peterson who's going to be available for like a year. Draft a safety and a corner as well. And see how the room shakes out. And like you said, it may be corner safety or just in general, secondary by committee. It sounds a little unorthodox, but then again, unorthodox uh, has found a permanent home at one Patriot place. 617-779-7937 is the telephone number. Our number two of Fitzy and Hart. Free agency in Foxborough. The tampering begins tomorrow. It's legitimate on Wednesday. Who's on the radar? Who do you got? Who do we want? Give us a call. We'll talk about it here on Fitzy and Hart on WEI. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 